So Money Episode 321, a year-end review on health and wealth. You're listening to So Money with award-winning money guru, Farnoosh Karabi. Each day, get a 30-minute dose of financial inspiration from the world's top business minds, authors, influencers, and from Farnoosh herself. Looking for ways to save on gas or double your double coupons? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. Seeking profound ways to live a richer, happier life? Welcome to So Money. So Money is brought to you today by Mile IQ, the number one mileage tracker app. More than a million Americans trust Mile IQ to automatically log their drives every day. It's the only mileage tracker app that detects, logs, and calculates your drives for you automatically. It's incredibly easy to use and keeps all of your drives securely stored in the cloud. The average Mile IQ user logs 547 bucks a month in drives. That's $6,000 a year in miles you could be claiming. The app has a five-star rating both in Google Play and iTunes app stores, so stop wasting time manually tracking your miles and stop losing money that you should be redeeming. MyLike You does all the work, letting you focus on what's actually important, like your business and driving. You can download the MyLike You app for free and start your free trial right away. Here's how you do it. Text so money, one word, to 31996. You're going to get a 40 drive free trial. Create an account this week, though, and you'll get 20% off an annual plan. Standard messaging and data rates apply, so keep that in mind. And just text so money to 31996 for a 40 drive free trial. And then the 20% discount applies if you create an account this week. Welcome back to So Money, everyone. I'm your host, Farnoosh Tarabi. Today marks the last week of 2015, and I thought, what better way to close out the year than reflecting on some of the wonderful lessons that my guests have shared with me this year on the show. It's been almost a full year since we launched, and I'm incredibly grateful to you and to my guests, and really all of you who've taken the time to tune in and ask questions for me each week. In just the last month, we've been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Inc. Magazine, Marketplace Money. We were in Success Magazine. And so it's really hard to think how we can top it all in 2016. I'm really thankful for a wonderful, wonderful year. Now, this is a little bit of a different week. We're going to do some year-end wraps, looking at some of the highlights of the year, extracting some of the really fun and important themes that we've gone over from health and wealth to earning more to starting a business. Today's theme is health and wealth. And so often we hear from guests about how important it is to keep your health in check, how to be physically and mentally healthy, and how that translates into growing your wealth. One of my first guests on this topic is my good friend and New York Times bestselling author of The School of Greatness, Lewis Howes. I interviewed him twice this year, in fact, and he kicks us off today. Did you know that he was a former pro football player and he's a current national handball champion? If there's someone who knows about how health correlates to wealth, it's Lewis. Let's take a listen from So Money episode 277. In chapter five, you talk about mastering your body. This has mm-hmm. to happen, right? You can't be great with and just be eating Doritos and watching reruns of Real Housewives on exactly on demand. I don't do that. Exactly. Uh, you know, I think it was, um, I got to figure out what this quote exactly is, but Richard Branson from Virgin America and Virgin everything. He, um, someone asked him the question one time, you know, what's the key to 
being a successful entrepreneur or, or building a successful business or something along those lines. And he said, the answer was working out and exercise. And I was like, interesting that, you know, one of the richest guys says that the key to being successful in business is exercise and working out. Because in my mind, I feel like if we don't have control of our body, if we're not in healthy alignment with our body and our emotions, then we're going to have, it's just a scientific fact that there is excess weight that holds us back from making better decisions and giving us better energy throughout the day. So I think if we want to be successful in business or relationships or anything, we've got to have our health under control. And I don't think it means having a six pack necessarily. I just think it means having the energy to be able to make hard decisions and overcome adversity that comes your way every single day because we are busy. There is a lot of things that are being thrown at us. And if our mind and body isn't able to handle it, we're probably going to react in you know, negative ways as opposed to clear and compassionate ways. So I think it's all about the health. Well, and coming from you as a former football player, you are an athlete. This is something that you're used to. It's part of who you are. For a lot of people, this is something they have to train themselves to do well and consistently. So any advice for someone who gosh, is really busy, doesn't, says to Mm. themselves, I don't have time to work on my body. What are some easy things they can do? Well, I would say you need to shift your mindset first because the body is all we have. So if you don't have time to focus on all we have, then um, nothing else really matters. And if you ask someone that uh, a billionaire that has cancer and is going to die in the next year, and if you ask them about it, they would give all of their money away and take everything back to live another year or a few more years. So you want to start really shifting your priorities and thinking about your health as number one, because if you can't be healthy, if you're just going to work, work, work all day and take care of everyone else and never take care of yourself and you're making money, but you're going to die at 50, how is that serving your family and the people around you when you're not being healthy. So I think it's more of a shift in mindset as a priority where you say, okay, at least 30 minutes every single day, I'm doing something where I'm focusing on me and health first so that I can work harder. And uh, that's why I take the approach of doing something painful every day with your body. And pain can look different for a lot of people. That could be, you know, walking a hill uh, every day. That could be doing stairs. That could be running, could be working out, could be any type of workout where you sweat. I mean, just getting out of bed and walking can be painful sometimes because we want to lay there, but doing something where you're moving, you're exercising for at least 30 minutes a day. And that's just a foundation that you set up for your lifestyle forever. That was Lewis Howes. So just 30 minutes, that's all he says it takes. And if you're really busy, like me, spread out those 30 minutes. Try maybe 10 minutes in the morning, 10 around lunch, 10 before you go to bed. I try to do some push-ups in the morning and some push-ups at the end of the day, just so I feel like I've gotten my heart rate up a little bit. And also carrying around my 25-pound son, <laughs> that's one of the activities that I do all the time, probably helps me from having to go to the gym every day. But one of my resolutions in the new year is to hit my favorite bar class at least three times per week. And they're actually opening a space near my office. So I don't have an excuse and I hope that you'll keep me accountable. Another guest whom I've had on the show twice this year is a dear friend. He has a similar outlook on health and wealth, James Altucher. He came out with a new book this year called Choose Yourself Guide to Wealth. 
James, to say that he has contrarian views is an understatement. He doesn't believe in 401ks. He doesn't think that college is for everyone. But this concept of how your health is correlated to your wealth is something that I think we can all agree on. And specifically, he talks about how money is just a byproduct of living a healthy life. I think it's very true and very real. So here's James Altucher from So Money Episode 3 talking about health and wealth. Well, along those lines, I mean, do you have any kind of financial philosophies or mantras that you live by that maybe um, are reflective of kind of how you've evolved financially over the years? You know, maybe there are lessons learned and now you have this kind of idea about money or saying or philosophy. I think sometimes it helps people to reflect on money in that way. Um, Yeah. So, so, so I find that uh, money is just a byproduct of living a healthy life. If you're physically, emotionally, mentally, and let's call it spiritually healthy, money is a byproduct of that. People say, oh, pe- you, only, you can only say that after you have money. I can tell you for sure I had no money, and then I started focusing every day on just 1% improving my life physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and then money appears. And again, it's not always doing what I love. For instance, I'm a board member on several companies of things that I'm not really that interested in, but I make money from them. And again, these opportunities happen because I stay healthy and I constantly am coming up with ideas. I'm constantly practicing coming up with ideas. I'm constantly grateful for what I'm already abundant in. And then it's just natural that more opportunities come my way. It's almost like having faith in something. Like I trust that if I build this foundation, the house will be solid. And that has always been true for me. I never think about the money first. I never think, how can I make more money? I always think about, how can I be more healthy in these four areas? And 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 by doing that, let's say I come up with 10 ideas a day. Often, I come up with 10 ideas for other companies or other people and how their lives can benefit. And so I share my health with others, and that boomerangs back to me to, in in the form of money. Often, that was James Altucher telling us to flex that idea muscle. I love that philosophy. How many ideas have you had today? I bet more than you think. Another special guest on the show we had this year, Dave Asprey, author of the Bulletproof Diet, and he has a lot to contribute when it comes to the intersection and relationship of health and wellness. He's a self-described quote-unquote biohacker. He invested $300,000 of his own money to hack his own biology, and from there he lost 100 pounds and started somewhat of a revolution in the world of health. David's also a Silicon Valley investor and tech entrepreneur. I chose this upcoming excerpt where he talks about willpower, food cravings, and how your nervous system impacts the financial decisions that you make. Let's talk money now. I, I'm curious to hear how some of your health philosophies might uh, be mirrored in your financial philosophies. And that's my first question is what is your best, a most sacred financial philosophy that helps guide your decisions? And, and you are somebody who um, is very successful, um, you know, very successful entrepreneur. You've um, sold businesses. You're, you're, you know, you know a thing or two about money, but I'm curious in terms of managing your money, earning your money, saving your money, growing your money, what's your philosophy? It, it comes down to awareness and it's exactly the same for food and money. And, 
And there is a whole universe of things that happen in your body that are not visible to your conscious brain. And I actually write about this in the Bulletproof Diet. There's a whole conversation that, that happens. There's kind of three big buckets. And this is between your nervous system. And you can almost think of your nervous system as like a separate part of you. And this ties directly to the financial decisions you make. The, the first thing, if you imagine like a Labrador retriever in your mind, this is what the Buddhists would call the monkey mind. But th there's a part of you that if you imagine that floppy dog, it, it, you say, look, there's a stick and you run after it. And that's distractibility. And also like, oh, is that something I should be afraid of? So there's this constant seeking for something that's either opportunity or something that's a threat. That's actually not really your conscious human brain. That's an automated defense system in your body. There's also this, oh, look, I'll eat anything, which is what that Labrador will do. And there's also the, oh, look, there's a leg. I'll go, I'll go mate with it. So those are the three survival behaviors for the species. And as I look at how did I lose $6 million when I was 28, it was because my body, my nervous systems, automated protection systems uh, were forcing me to not pay attention to what was important because, honestly, my nervous system was afraid of them. As a conscious, intelligent human being, I wasn't afraid of them, but I didn't realize that the fear response in my body had nothing to do with logic. So when I look at managing my money, the first thing I do is I look at what is my nervous system's response to a financial situation. Is, is there a fear or a tension or something? And if there is, I pay a lot of attention to it until that goes away because I don't want to be dealing with money on that level. I, could, I will honor my nervous system if I have a deal in front of me and some part of me is like, run screaming, this is a bad deal. Well, okay, I'll go with my gut. And all the great venture capitalists, when you when you talk to them about this, they'll say the same thing. Some part of what they do is intuition. So I trust my intuition, but I listen to my nervous system and I don't let it make decisions for me. I make them consciously. Time for a quick break to put the spotlight on one of our sponsors today, Wealthfront. Wealthfront is the most tax-efficient, low-cost, hassle-free way to invest. Now, many of you I know are interested in simplifying your investment strategy. You want to reduce fees. You want to work with a service that you trust. And Wealthfront delivers. It builds and manages your personalized, globally diversified portfolio. To open an account, the minimum is just $500, and that gets you a periodically rebalanced, diversified portfolio of low-cost index funds. There are zero trading fees, zero hidden fees, and advisory fees that are just a fraction of traditional advisors. In fact, Wealthfront manages your first $10,000 for free. To learn more and sign up, visit Wealthfront.com. You are in the process of um, spreading a very important message to uh, the world about um, becoming more healthy, becoming more fit through your own personal journey. You have a new book out called The Bulletproof Diet. But, uh, you know, some people might be wondering, why did I invite Dave Asprey on to so many? This is a financial show. Well, if there's anyone that, um, out there that, that's proven that they've got a very disciplinary method to, their life, um, you're one of them. You know, you're very disciplined. You're very focused. You, um, when it, when it comes to your health, but apparently also to your entire life. And I think that there are a lot of parallels in how we approach, um, the discipline that we, that, that's required to maintain a healthy living lifestyle and a financial lifestyle and a financial, um, 
life. So I'm curious to see how that might translate into your own personal finances. We'll get to your personal finances in a second. But first, congratulations on the Bulletproof Diet. Tell me a little bit about the book um, and the biohacks. And and you, as a self-described biohacker, what made you want to write this book? I spent $300,000 in 15 years, first getting my health back and then exceeding what I ever thought was possible. And along the way, there, there's a certain amount of like psychological, emotional stuff that, that you work on in order to be a peak performer. And I, I got really interested in all of the things that you can assemble to perform at your very best level and then measuring what you were doing and do more of what works and stop doing what doesn't work. And when I ended up writing The Bulletproof Diet, it ended up being a book about willpower. It turns out that there are many things that you do every day that are outside your conscious awareness, and those sap your ability to make good decisions of any kind of decision. And one of the biggest areas where people today are just wasting their energy is on food cravings and on hunger rather than eating so that they have maximum energy to make the best decisions, whether they're financial or personal or just a decision that you're not going to you know, snap back at your kids when they pester you. Like whatever that is, there's some amount of energy that you have to bring to bear on a problem. And if you're eating the wrong foods or if you're just not eating enough of them or if you're beating yourself up with exercise for you know, two hours a day every day, all of those can make you – a poor decision maker across your entire life. And and that is something that became apparent to me. So I stopped wasting time and energy on being hungry and having food cravings. And that has unleashed a lot of entrepreneurial performance for me. So I, I wrote the book to share that with people. Dave's book, The Bulletproof Diet, went on to become a New York Times bestseller. My final guest on this theme of health and wealth today is Amy Valpone. She's someone who is incredibly triumphant. She was told she had just 24 hours to live and yet figured out on her own how to not only survive, but thrive. She went from also getting fired while suffering from a chronic illness to building now a six-figure income with her blog, The Healthy Apple. What would you say is a failure that you fell upon or experienced earlier on in your financial life that was a big learning lesson for you? You know, I, I don't know if I ever really had a failure because I was able, because I saved so much that I able, was able to have, I mean, I did not live a glamorous life in my 20s at all, but I did not, the thing that I learned is I saved too, I don't want to say too much, I was too much of a penny pincher, I did not enjoy myself in my 20s. And I thought that was just life in New York. I mean, I really didn't go out to dinner. I didn't like spend my money. I didn't take cabs. I, I was very hard on myself. And it didn't get I got to the point, I feel like the universe just gave me a lesson and was like, you need to start loving yourself and taking care of yourself. And I got sick. And after that, I was like, I'm worth spending money on food. I'm worth a cab. I'm worth this. I'm worth that. And that is what made me budget my money. Because now, I mean, my food has to be all organic. And, you know, my bills are very, very expensive, just taking care of myself. You know, I have an infrared sauna in my apartment, like different things that I have to do to keep myself healthy, you know, are very, very expensive and time consuming. And I had to say, wow, like this is that's been the biggest lesson for me, really learning how to take care of myself. And I wrote a blog post about this the other day. I was like, why did I never learn? You know, I went to college, you went, you know, no one ever taught me how to take care of myself. And half my friends, you know, I'm, you know, 32, you know, in my 30s, 
or half my friends in their 30s or even 20s and 40s still don't take care of themselves, but they don't even realize it. They're in corporate America. They're pounding the pavement. They're, you know, just grabbing whatever they can to eat. They're not really taking care of their bodies and it's hard, right? So I, I found that as one of the biggest lessons that I learned, that balance is really how you excel in life. I really love that saying from Amy that balance is how you excel in life. I don't know if I really believe in balance, but it's a nice thought <laughs> nonetheless. I, I believe more in like integration. You know, there's no such thing as a 50-50 balance of your personal life and your professional life. I feel like sometimes it just has to be a juggle. And that's our wrap. Going down memory lane to rediscover some of my guest thoughts on wealth and health. I hope you'll go back and listen to the full episodes with Lewis and James and Dave and Amy. As you head into the new year, making a resolution perhaps pertaining to your health and staying fit, remember that that can translate into success in so many other areas of your life. When you have more energy, more focus, and you feel better and you are better physically, that just means you're going to be so much more productive and so much more active in hitting your goals. Come back tomorrow when we review some of the top discussions on this show pertaining to my favorite topic, perhaps earning more. And remember, so much more over at SoMoneyPodcast.com where you can get the transcripts to all of these interviews. And you can also ask me a question. Click on Ask Farnoosh and you can send me your thoughts for the Friday Ask Farnoosh episodes. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Hope to see you right back here tomorrow. In the meantime, hope your day is so money. So money.